Lucy Harwood. Um, so I've done a little bit of digging around and I've discovered. Ricky Grove. Fog comes in on little cat feet. <laughs> Phil Rice. This is the best film that I've seen all year and maybe ever. Damien Valentine. Use the machinima, Luke. Welcome to the and now for something completely machinimal podcast. I am Ricky Grove. We're here this week to review another film, Damien's pick. Uh, but let me quickly introduce my pals, uh, Phil Rice, Tracy Harwood, and Damien Valentine, and I'm Ricky Grove. So, Damien, tell us about your pick. Um, so I picked two films this uh, month. I kind of went for a space exploration theme because uh, I'm a little bit excited for Starfield, which by the time everyone's listened to this should be released and i think i'm going to have a similar problem with that game that you do with elden ring ricky ah. um so i found these two videos the first one was called terror and it's made with um the unreal uh engine by uh j thomas wilson and it's about it's a it's a very short video it's about this little robot drone thing and it's scouting around this uh in, devastated environment and then it goes underground and it finds something down there and i'm trying to work out should i say what it finds or should i just let you watch it and see for yourselves i think i'm going to go with that last one um but i really enjoyed the craft of this it's kind of there's kind of a mystery to it it doesn't really give you any answers like you don't know why this planet is the way it is you don't know who this robot is or who sent it or you know where it came from or why it was after what it found um and i kind of like that is that it kind of makes you think why and leaves you leaves up to your imagination and i was just really kind of entertained by it um, we've seen some other videos in the past where someone's going to explore some planet and there's some kind of monster there or something nasty happens and nothing like that happens in this one it's just a, it's a pleasant uh, little video about this robot thing and i really enjoyed it and i thought i would share it with all of you uh, this week. So what do you think, guys think? Well, what about the uh, second one, Into Black? Tell us about that. All right. Um, Into Black was actually uh, last month when uh, we were talking about the No Man's Sky video that I found. Uh, Phil, you said something about if there was a game that combines the, the backgrounds of No Man's Sky with the faces of Star Citizen and, and something, Space Battles from some other game, which I can't remember. Off the, and I thought... Elite Dangerous kind of has that mix up. So I started looking for Elite Dangerous videos and I came across um, this director, Indigo. And what he does, is he does some very cinematic videos of the game. And he's done, he hasn't done that many, he's like five or six, but they're all really good at showing off different aspects of the game, much like the No Man's Sky video I chose um, last month. And obviously, this is a much more gritty and uh, realistic type of game than No Man's <clears throat> Sky is. It's got realistic physics and everything's designed to look functional and it's dirty and really lived in. No Man's Sky is very colorful and bright, but it still has that element of wonder because it's a huge galaxy to explore. And so what Indigo has done is he's made, a vid he's made several videos showing off some of those things that he's found and seen from space stations to planets and one of his other videos he did has this really stunning one take shot which normally you would think wouldn't work but he's kind of got the spaceship flying down at night 
across this planet's surface and there's a sort of base up in the distance and he kind of flies around it shooting at the defences and the, they're shooting back at it and it's all done in one take and I don't know how he did it because mm. the camera is following him perfectly and there is a camera mode in the game but it, you can't really control it like that so I don't know how he did it um, but it works so well because it, it kept it interesting the way the camera's moving around the ship and the ship's moving all over the place it wasn't just like stacked right behind fixed it and i just i was completely blown away by all of his videos and i had a struggle to pick one to choose because i couldn't obviously couldn't pick all, all of them uh, but i went with his most recent one in the end which i think shows off many different aspects of the game so uh, that's why i chose it great um i preferred terra over into black because into black uh, is basically space landscape and a it's something we've seen before in other games it i have to say it's quite beautiful and it's very well crafted so it certainly is worth watching but it was less interesting to me because it didn't have a human element to it it was more of a display of of great scenery and things like that whereas terra was very much in the pixar style in which the central character is this sort of a robot who is curious and makes sort of awkward and funny discoveries. The thing that they did that Pixar uh, doesn't do, um, or, or that Pixar does all the time, is um, Pixar has so much sentimentality attached to everything, whereas this movie did not have that sentimentality, I don't think. Yeah. And I much preferred it, uh, as strange as that sounds, because Pixar films have had millions and millions and millions of admirers who love that sentimentality, but it it's like green kryptonite to me. So uh, if you understand the Superman reference, but I thought that it was just gorgeous. It was beautiful, beautifully rendered, very creative cinematography. The character develops the music element of it, the sort of accidental discovery of mixtapes and things like that left over really added a, a beautiful oral quality to the whole thing. It made me want to watch an entire feature film with this character. So I thought it was, a, Tara was an excellent pick. Again, it shows off that what Unreal Engine can do for the modern machinima, why everybody isn't using that engine, I don't understand, but really great picks, Damien. I'm glad you enjoyed them. Yeah, I very much got the Pixar vibe off of this, uh, off of Terra as well, Ricky. Um, and I and I noticed, I, I didn't know how to put it into the words you did, but I noticed, okay, there's, it reminds me sort of of like Wally, -E, you know, but it's not the same. It's it's, and I think it's that they don't try to overplay the cuteness, which Pixar has a lot of trouble. They have a lot of difficulty resisting that impulse. I think. You know, it's not enough to have Wally and make him sympathetic and make these cutesy little noises, but then he's got to have a cute little pet cockroach with them as well. That's, you know, and th this didn't, it dispensed with all of that and just let the, let the robot be what it is and carry us through this narrative, if you want to call it that. It's, it's, it's not a sharply defined narrative. And I think that's why it works well is, uh, like Damien said, it's, 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 there's a casualness to it, but it really works for this film. Um, yeah, the, the the rendering and all that is 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 beautiful, and the, the character is interesting. But I I think ultimately that's what made this not have that that overly sweet Pixarness was that they didn't 
overplay the cuteness part. This is a cute character. You could see, you know, this is this this could very easily be merchandised into a baby Yoda toy on the shelf or something. It's cute, but they're not they're not making that the point. And I sometimes with with Pixar, that's that is the sense is we got to make sure the kids know that we know this is cute. So let's add this and let's have him do this cutesy little thing. And yeah, this was more kind of about just the, good the storytelling daily business with a good story. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I love the soundscape on this. The, the the one thing that stood out to me that that kind of made me chuckle was there's the final scene where he is he's gotten into his spaceship and popped in. I assume one of the mixtapes. And then as the shot cuts to outside the spacecraft, the music is playing while he's there in the cockpit. And then the shot cuts to outside as the spacecraft is taking off. And you could still hear the music playing, but muffled like it was in a car that was driving away or something. <laughs> it just cracked me up. It kind of took me out of the suspension of disbelief for a minute. But as a gimmick, I thought it was a really, really funny one. Um, kind of taking a trope from you know, a typical movie with a car driving away and you still hear the incident. Yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. It was a spaceship and and part of my brain was like, oh, come on, you know, can't, you wouldn't hear that. It, ah, it's great, you know? So yeah, who cares? Yeah, Into Black, it, it certainly ra raised my interest about Elite Dangerous as an engine to possibly steal from. Um, it is, it's a montage and, and I don't think it tries to be anything more than that. It's beautifully done. And uh, yeah, it's it's a good advertisement for the game, even though I don't think that's, I'm, I'm not implying that he's doing it for that that paycheck, but ultimately that's what it is. It's it's look at this beautiful game, and uh, you know, like like you guys have both said, we've we've seen quite a few of films that that seems to be the intent. This is one of the better ones that I've seen. So, but I I definitely was was more intrigued by by Tara because there was a character, and and there was there was something to think about. And uh, Into Black was more of just something to sit back and enjoy the views, you know? So, yeah, yeah great picks, Damien. Mm. Um, do you know what? My comments are, are not dissimilar. A um, little bit of digging, of course, <laughs> um, <laughs> on Terra. Uh, Wilson, uh, basically the way that he made this film was, uh, was to uh, use it as a means to hone his storytelling process in the Unreal Engine. So it was a, a test project for him, um, as, as far as I can tell. He also said he made the film um, using a 2016 iMac without uh, a lot of, uh, you know, visual enhancement tech alongside it. Oh. So he didn't use any ray tracing or, uh, you know, or, or a special GPU that he, um, you know, that he, that he could use. Uh, though we see a lot of Unreal stuff done with these days. Nvidia cards and all the rest of it. Um, it wasn't done on any of that. Um, and basically what he was trying to do was see how far he could push the look with just the basics. And, you know, I, I sort of read that after I'd first watched it and I thought, you know what, that probably makes a little bit of sense when, because some of the things I was just struggling to see the detail of because it was really quite dark. And I suspect that's probably one of the things that a, a a better graphics card might have helped with that darkness and the and the ability to see a little bit more detail in that darkness. Um, so that's that's kind of one general point on that. The other thing, um, and I read the description of the film, 
before I then looked at it, which I perhaps shouldn't have done because from what I saw of the description, it was um, a lonely drone uh, looking for some some life, uh, blah, blah. Uh, and then when I watched it, I thought, that's not a lonely drone. That's a happy little drone. It's it's out and about and it's looking for some playmates or it's, you know, it's, do, it's doing something on this kind of deserted planet. So immediately I kind of felt a, a slight disconnect with what I thought the author, that you know the, the creator said they were he was trying to achieve with it when he got inside that cave so there's a you know this drone's flying about he goes inside this cave and he finds this wrecked thing it looked to me like it was an old wrecked train that he'd found i don't know whether it was but that's what it looked like an old train and you said he found a mixtape well i looked at it and i thought is that a transistor radio that bursts into life as he picks it up i don't know that's kind of what how I how I read it. So, um, it it kind of, you know, he 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 sort of did that, and then immediately heads back to the to the to the ship, with that with the with the song, um, that it had recorded, sort of presumably swimming around in it in its little, uh, you know, in its chip brain, uh, and then it gets back to the ship and sort of, as you say, flies off. Um, it's. It's it's basically using um, the the uh, the sound the soundscape. I mean, the soundscape is brilliant, but it's also using Space Force by Mass Donkey, I think, as the original sound score, um, as an accompaniment to the original sound score, um, which is an interesting kind of way of mixing up what it you know what the, what the sound design of it is with something that's you know trying trying to sort of be a little bit more um eclectic i suppose i guess the thing that, that that i sort of struggled with is some of the some of the the ways that the story was put together just didn't make a lot of sense to me and i'm being really super critical here because i loved it except for the fact to me what there were was a lot of anachronism what do you say anachronism 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 thank you i'll say that word anachronism is a character in the new star wars that's the one <laughs> Anushka, e, whatever anachronisms with the story itself for me so although it was beautifully presented and a lot of fun it neither matched what the description was nor really stitched together in terms of what it was showing and how it was doing it fun though it was with a with a fantastic soundscape beautiful editing and you know some some clearly quite gifted way that it was all sort of put together but there were I don't know it jumped me out more in more than one way I think um to use your terms Phil but I loved it <laughs> so that was my thoughts on that one hmm. um, how about Into Black Into Black yeah okay so Made in Elite Dangerous I think um film filming done in the game and what I understood was that the creator Indigo had enhanced the color in some post um, rendering process. And obviously yeah. it was a cinematic piece, uh, not so much a story, but um, it's a, a love letter basically to the world of elite or elite and or elite dangerous with some of these stunning shots. Um, but to be, again, the, the, the images didn't make a lot of sense to me. And that's because obviously I don't know this this world so I didn't know the way in which just the spaceships and the 
space generally connects to the to the planet and what's going on with the with the fighting and all of that kind of stuff but you got basically a, a, a jumble of scenes that were kind of random both in 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 color in what they were portraying and in in how they then told a well there wasn't really a connected story that I could detect other than the fact that it was an homage to the game um so you know beautifully rendered as it was it didn't make a hell of a lot of sense to me if, if I'm perfectly honest and I'm and I'm still not really entirely sure why I got a vibe from it that made me think this has got a real retro feel to it I can answer that but I'll let you you're all right so the oh. very first shot you see the, the space station it's just a wireframe model that's from the very original elite from 1984 so and then at the end you kind of get that that same shot again of the space station so it kind of this is how it started this is how it's now but then we're looking back at how it all started again i see that makes yeah. a lot more sense then because yeah. i didn't know that but i definitely got a retro sense through it vaguely star wars-ish have to say but with more triangles than <laughs> than uh, you know balls kind of thing which is what you tended to get a lot more of in yeah in in star wars so yeah um i thought the um you know the the music accompaniment was great i think it was an original score for it as well i believe um both both very enjoyable but to me didn't have both of them didn't really cut it for me in terms of the storytelling capability um which i you know we've seen some others that i thought you know even though it's a cinematic it tells just a beautiful story and there's a there's a you know, last last one we looked at, No Man's Sky one, I just thought, even though you said it was a cinematic, the narrative was there that I could pick out because of what it portrayed. Didn't get such a good sense of what that was in this one. But great picks nonetheless. Thank you. Yep, really good picks. So uh, write to us and let us know whether you agree with Tracy, and it doesn't make any sense, but it's really pretty. Or you agree with Damien, myself, and Phil, which is it's excellent and we understood it very well. Send your comments to talk at completelymachinima.com. <laughs> <laughs> You'll also get a lot of show notes uh, from Tracy, who does a great job, thank you, at completelymachinima.com website. <laughs> Um, we'll be back next week with Tracy's picks, which I have. I've got questions for you, Tracy, oh, okay. on these picks. I've got questions. <laughs> so that's it for this week. Thank you for watching. I'm Ricky Grove, Damien Valentine, Phil Rice, and the omnipotent Tracy Harwood. See ya. <laughs> Bye-bye.